for you because you talk with your hands? An RMB like this yeah, driving. And we're going to be so car sick by the time you can't you're talk with your hands while we car cast. Dude, this motherfucker's on our ass. Yeah. We're Paul Walker's back. Oh, jeez. That is a horrible fucking oh, foreshadow yeah, right dude. now. Yeah, well, let's jump bad. right into it here. Oh, that guy is speeding. He's on a death mission. He doesn't have a bumper. He doesn't even have a bumper. Who, he just bro. crossed a double yellow and a white you into the carpool. You don't need a bumper <laughs> when you're going 100 miles an hour. No one's running into you. I like this piece of shit forerunner that's going to try and keep up with him. Nope. All right. We're going to jump right into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Your host, Dave Neal, with Channing Apodaca. Hey, what's going on? Crystal Asiura. Did I say it right? No. I fucked it up big time. Jesus. <laughs> you? you just asked two ju- seconds ago how to pronounce it. I just asked, and that's I'm dyslexic, so don't shame me. How do I... Crystal Oseguera. Oseguera. Oh, oh, I said a Y when I should have said a G. Yeah, sure. That's not too bad. That's not bad. Everybody, this is a car cast. We are in a, um, what car is this? This is a 2011 Nissan Juke, baby. We're in a 2011 Nissan Juke with Channing and Crystal with Dave. We are heading to a show an hour and a half north of Los Angeles, rush hour traffic on a Friday afternoon. What up? What up? Last time we went to Lancaster was during the forest fire. Yeah. How badass was that? That was dope. It was literally, uh... Me, you, and Tasha, and the uh, there was soot snowing down from the mountains. Yeah, we had to take uh, like a mountain pass because they had shut the uh, the freeway down, dude. And if that, so like within, so we didn't really know how the severity of the fire, but within um, by the next morning, the whole sky was yellow, yeah, like a like a pea soup yellow, and the whole city smelt like burnt, burnt, like burnt. Uh, and it wasn't souls. even in L.A. This we're talking about an hour you out, know, yeah, forty miles north. And when we drove back, we could see literally 50-foot-tall yep. raging flames. Yeah. Um, and my brother-in-law was fighting them. Shout-out to Paul Watts. Hey, shout-out, Paul. And uh, anyway, so that would have been crazy because um, if if the fire had hit that road, what do we do? Reverse out of there? Um, we literally had no exit strategy from the mountain we, we were driving through just to do stand-up. I think stand we have no choice but to jump off the back of... Some sort of like a pickup truck or something. Yeah. Or like one of those trucks that carries other cars. We ramp up it and jump over the flames. Yeah. Like a Nicholas Cage style. Another Fast and the Furious move. Yeah. That always works out perfectly in the movies. I just want to make a realistic action film where the guy blows his tire trying to get onto the ramp and he just like crashes and then they got to call a lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever watched old episodes of Chips? No. That show, like. They crash probably ten cars per episode. Like yeah. that was just their thing. Yeah, Dude, and it's well, so it's so purposely done. But it was done realistically. There's no explosions, no like pyrotechnics, no anything. It's just a car that ramps up, crashes. Just a lot of broken glass, bumpers spilled everywhere. Broken glass yeah. everywhere. Um, I'm going to the Chips premiere next Monday. Ooh. The, oh, the, the, new uh, one? the remake, remake with um, Dax Shepard, or yeah. is that his name? Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard and Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena. Anyhow, so. Oh, I wanted to share this news with you guys. Today, I went to my first couple's Thai massage. Oh, did you guys tie one on? Uh, I had tied a boner to the fucking bed. Uh, they have that little hole for your head when you're on your belly. They need a boner hole. <laughs> they just need a little slot where you can dangle yourself out. So she had, you know, the grumpy old Thai guy. Mm-hmm. And it, we, we did a 90-minute massage. So they start off by putting your putting your head in the hole. And we're kind of, like, separated by, like, malaria fishnets. You know what I mean? Like those, like... Those, like, malaria tents. Yeah. And, mosquito um, nets. Mosquito nets, yeah. And uh, and it's, like, a communal open area besides that, so you can hear other people, like, doing their shit. And uh, I, I had a chick on me, and she had a dude on her. And we – but she had, like, the old guy, and I had, like, the old guy's daughter. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like, <laughs> I didn't have to pay extra. So the chick immediately goes all fours on my back. And, oh, damn. And, but she, like, whispers in my ear. She's like – Okay, if I stand on you, I'm like, walk all over me, bitch. Let's go for it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it was fun, and so I immediately get a boner. If she's whispering in my ear, I would expect her to like, you want extra? You know, something at the end. Now, well, I wish I took a photo of this, but there was a sign. There was a sign in the front that said, "No funny business, just massage." <laughs> <laughs> that so, sounds like a lot of fucking funny business. Well, a lot of di- it's like, all right, I see the sign now, and they're like, no, still no funny business. Have you ever heard of tug maps? Yes. No. Oh no, well, that's a 
Yeah. So it tells you where you can get rug and tug, yep. rub and tugs. Well, here's a problem with a rub and tug, and I've never got, I've never received one um, on the paid variety. Mm. Um, I've guilted my way into a rub and tug before during um, a massage. I'm on my period. All right, bitch. Oh, from your girlfriend? Yeah, no, not well in the past. Um, I don't think Tasha will just give me a rub and tug if I ask for one. It has, it has to be a special occasion. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more sad than just getting a. A, just a solo hand job, like International Women's Day. Do you give Channing just a solo hand job? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Now th- the only way I'll do that is if Tasha receives her hand job. It has to be, you know what I mean. It's, it's, a, it's a very even Stephen market. It's the right thing to do. Well, you'd like to, you know. Ideally, it'd be nice to like not have to keep score. Like I'll eat you out. You give me a, you know, whatever, yeah. and it just, you know. But that's just usually it's, you know. Well, either way. So. um... <laughs> So what was the point? Oh, so Tasha was like, hey, Dave. I was like, you know, uh, Robert You know, Robert Kelly, he's a, a New York comic, and I, I love this dude. Funny podcast. Robert Kelly was saying that his wife finally gave him permission to get rub and tugs, which, by the way, it's like just, you know, I'm sure like 90% of comics on the road get them anyway. But I honestly haven't before. And Tasha's like, look, I don't care if you get one. I mean, th- look, think, look at it this way. Really? These, these uh, mas- massage therapists, they're just pressing into which part of your body needs release. Mm-hmm. It is no different if she needs to express your sexual glands. You know what I mean? What? It's a little me- messy, but what's the difference? Do you have any opposition to that, Crystal? Yeah. It's I, just... It's just. It is different. It, it's... Because, but it's not a it's not a two way street. I'm not making out with the massage therapist. She's just rubbing me out. She's just releasing. No. Okay. Well, how, how would you how, feel? Yeah. How would you if, feel if uh, you turned Tosh? around and saw homegirl's dad finger blasting Tosh? <laughs> well, that's the thing. So, um, and that, she's like, "It's just a release, Dave." Well, but th- so I was thinking about it. So I was. So we talked about this afterwards. It was a very honest and good conversation. I was like, um, I was like, "Did you get turned on?" And she was, and her response was, um, "He's like a foot shorter than me." <laughs> so yeah. immediately, I'm like, "Oh, so a tall guy turns you on?" Then, like, what? So what's the? I was like, "Yeah, but you know, just the feeling of it all didn't turn you on." And and she actually had the same the same experience I did, where my boner went away very quickly. Or her boner did, did too. We both had boners. <laughs> um, she had a little lady boner, little lady, lady labia, bone cone, labia boner. Um, mine went away fast because I'm on my I'm on a fucking hard bed on my belly and the Thai massage she's walking on my back there's no there's no bounce back you know have, being walked on with a boner yeah. it was, so so that Your boner's kind of, natural reaction is to retreat yeah so it, it retreated but um but what i wanted in the moment you know with the boner facing facing to the toes is just one of those you know reverse like kind of reverse handies just i'm laying on my belly just yeah, and she like backhands it like as she's rubbing your thigh. Exactly. Just to Somebody let you know gets she's there. me. But that's what I'm talking about. Well, that's about. the way you would want it done discreetly. That's the way I was I was um But see then that that's creeping into the area of you know, if you're trying to fulfill some kind of a fantasy, then it's not just a release. If you're if you want the backside of her hand and not just her palm and some fucking spit I want well. Here's here's what I want. You're cheating. I had so we did this a year ago for our um, anniversary in um, Catalina. We did a couples massage, which was way a ripoff, but it was still really nice. It was like salt bath and this and that, and they had us next to each other, and we're like pretty naked, and, and there was a skinny little white chick, and then this like real strong uh, Mexican lady, and I was like, give me the Mexican lady. I want her. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you this: this little Thai chick from today. She she poked into my soul. I as a you know baseball player and th- throwing with my right arm, I would assume a lot of my pressure and shit is with my right side. But she she tugged or whatever jabbed her little finger or toe. I don't know what she was using into my left shoulder blade and just held it there. And Oof. dude, it was like did you cry? I a close. Cl- I mean boner tears, uh, just knee jerk reactions. It was <laughs> it was a wild ride. But um, what I but yeah so like if I mean what 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 would you do if like she's you know going going need, needing your butt I mean she did a total butt massage on me like really? right off the bat did she get close to your taint um yeah she was in she was in my butt she was um she was on she was um she she basically started crawling up f- foot to head so she crawled uh, um onto my legs and, and this is her on all fours on your butt all f- she was on sixes 
she like somehow <laughs> manipulated hands, knees, and toes on me. She was getting my Achilles. She had knees into my hamstrings and, and then just fisting my ass, my glutes. Oh my just going out and and so I I didn't get the um, the graze of the dick. Um, I don't I don't quite uh, pack enough heat to just like get in her way with it at that point. Um, <laughs> but but well, I ideally it would have been nice. And if she just kind of like whispered like it's okay, and then just did it, and then it wouldn't have been my fault, you know. Could you imagine her doing that next to her dad? <laughs> well. <laughs> We're just assuming it was her father. <laughs> I really hope it, it been, was. Honestly, it could have been her grandfather. That's my baby. That's a Japanese man right But here's there, the thing. Though. They lay they lay you down and they put a towel over your head. I didn't get a chance to look at this chick until I gave her a tip. Um, what if they swapped no. out? Well, that's what I was thinking. I think they might have swapped out. I couldn't tell. And you're sitting there hoping to get the backside of this chick's hand. Dude, it's disgusting. It's got to be this old man's wrinkly, mole-ridden <laughs> fucking tie that's hand. that's what I was thinking. It's I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not at fault if a dude gives me a boner at this point. Like, I'm just not at fault. So so they, you take your clothes and you put it in this little, like, um, bin. And you put the bin underneath the massage table, which I made the mistake of putting the bin underneath where my head goes. So sure enough, after the after it things were over they turned the lights on i have just like a snot pool on my t-shirt that because i just the 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 um excursion of massage was so intense that it um it it kind of created um it it really created a flow coming out of my nose pretty yeah it was a a pretty gross pretty gross but so it's like all right so if i have a flow you did get your release well i'm just saying yeah (laughs) she forced it through my glands into my nose but um but afterwards not until i gave her the tip what did I realize that she was actually pretty cute and I had no, you know, but in my head I had, I had decided that for this 90 minute couples massage, I was going to imagine the most foreign little Pocahontas kind of chick, but she was so strong with how she manipulated my body that I just assumed it had to be some bulldog. And then when the blinders were taken off, I was like, Oh shit, this was like fucking a good, like a, just a, it was a good, it was a good, and then, and then lucky for me, Tasha had old fucking sensei. <laughs> so like she wasn't, I mean, yeah, would I have been, if Tasha had gotten that massage, cause you know, she's topless, you know, they put a little towel on you. Um, they give you like, uh, they, you pretty much get into your underwear and they give you like these gigantic, like drawstring shorts to put on. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, did I want her to just reach a hand up there? But that's that's fair to say. Who wouldn't? I mean, would I have actually? If she started to jerk me off, would I have stopped her? Probably, because Tasha was three feet away. Unless yeah. Tasha like, <laughs> or or like, I guess best case scenario is Tasha slips her twenty bucks to do it. That's Ooh. that's the scenario. Is if it's like a reverse cuck thing where your chick pays to watch the masseuse jerk Stroke you off. You off. But but then but then the Debbie Downer of it all was like Tasha was like well yeah like I'd be okay with you doing that but you do realize it's, it's all sex slavery at that point I'm like yeah you're right it's, it's sex slavery so Tasha would be okay with you doing it even if it was like a more than just like a, a an urge to release well that's why I'm saying it on this recording so I have audio evidence that this happens so I don't <laughs> forget one day I'll be like oh yeah episode two oh nine you told me no um, I don't know I don't know. Uh, here, here's what would be nice, and if Tasha's listening, I'm sorry if this makes you feel uncomfortable, but I think what would be nice in an ideal world is that you can get your release from whomever and you don't hurt your partner. Now, I wouldn't want to do that because, of course, like you brought up earlier, what if I have to think of Tasha sucking some guy's dick? Yeah. You know That's, I, mean? I think, worst case scenario for every dude when it comes to a relationship is that they're just imagine Like, when it comes to cheating and not wanting to break up, like I have a friend, if you still want to call him that, who's with this chick who he has been with and been perpetually breaking up with over and over again, and he won't do it. She won't do it because she's a dullard and she doesn't know any better. But his fear is just the imagery of her just getting face-fucked by some <laughs> dude because she's in college. I did, last episode I did um, a Reddit question where some chick said she gets off by getting face-fucked. And literally, by the dude face-fucking her, face-fucking her, yeah. she gets an orgasm. Face-fucking but the dude face fucking her she gets an orgasm I'm like that's fucking cool like Tasha wouldn't let me that's near that's style near like there's no sort of like um, she's not she's not she's not scarred enough to want to be shamed you know what I mean I don't think Which that's is, a scarring thing but if that's what you like that's what you like well apparently getting face fucked it's it's a dom thing dominance thing but it's not It's you're not necessarily submissive if you enjoy it it's just ha- it's like you're not tied up getting face fucked that would be a different scenario but anyway yeah so I mean worst case scenario I think is if 
yeah, if she blows a guy, that sucks. But also, like, just thinking of some dude pounding her out. Yeah. Which, and you know, in reality, the sex probably isn't going to be as good as you imagine it. But it could be. It could be, like, the best sex ever. And, like, squirting and, and all this crazy shit that, like, you know, just in a pool of fucking, you know, you know slug trail and all that <laughs> shit. And so... But, fucking poop. But, There's couches on the freeway. Oh, jeez. You just dodged a chair and a couch on a freeway. That could have been good. We, we need to get the truck. Go, go. So, yeah. So, would I... Okay. So, let me say this on the spot. If if all things were fine, Tasha being my best friend, my lover, if if her and I had you both... stuttered on lover. No. Tasha's my lover. <laughs> like, we're... I mean, the it was, it was great. We got sushi after. It was a fucking blast of an experience. But if all a guy wants is some strange... That shouldn't stop a relationship. Like, there are plenty of poly relationships that work well. But say we decided to do a threesome with somebody, which we're not in the talks to do. It's fun to talk about because who wouldn't? But, like, would our relationship ever progress to a place? Like, we were talking to Bridget Fetessy last night at our show. Mm-hmm. So she's been on the podcast a bunch. She's, like, she lived with um, she lived with a, a poly couple. She was, like, the third. She's like, enjoys being the third wheel yeah. and sometimes being the mistress. And, like, that's just kind of her thing. It's, like, a, not a committed thing. And it's, I don't know, it's interesting, right? Like, Crystal, would you ever, could you ever see yourself wrapping your head around the idea of, like, a polyamorous experience? Um, no. I can't. I've thought about it, and I I can't. But, see, you're with me with that, like, wholesome Catholic, like, way of thinking. That's where I grew up, right? I don't know Did- about wholesome Catholic. Well, traditions like traditional in the sense that monogamy is kind of like what's ingrained into our head right yeah sure but you know i mean and everyone i hate the people that are like uh you know monogamy doesn't work blah 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 genetically we're supposed to be this like you can look at instances where it works and where it doesn't work in most animal cultures the dude roams but he still like has you know i don't know so I don't, I don't know if, if that's something Tasha and I would ever consider, but it's interesting to talk about just because, like, like the worst-case scenario is, like, if you're, if you're staying with your wife but you don't want to be with her yeah. and you're, like, miserable and resentful but you're both – like, how many instances – so, I don't feel like many people our generation – I think we're, like, okay with divorce, but our parents' generation, like, people stay together and they hate each other. Literally until that hatred, like, forms a cancer and they die. I mean, it's just really sad. Yeah, you just see a lot of dudes who are just fucking broken. Broken down. Just really, I mean... Just trying to hold it together for their kids, but it's like, dude, don't you think that your kids would rather see their father as, like, a strong figure than this broken down fucking five-year-old polo wearing (laughs) socks with sandals going to the PTA (laughs) meetings, little... Why are you describing Wiener? what I'm wearing right now? <laughs> you know what outfit. I mean? Like, how many people's dads are like that? And then, but then they find out that their dad like was on like trolling these Craigslist ads for hookers. It's like, well, what if you, what if, what if you, as a couple, if you're not happy, you both decide to just go on some dates and feel somebody else's energy. I mean, I'll say this: when I do like the man on the street interviews and like chicks laugh. It's such a fucking. It's like, oh, Tasha would laugh at this shit. Like we yeah. were interviewing, and I don't. And it's no knock against her. I always assume Tasha's listening, so I don't feel like I'm shit talking. So it's no knock against her, but it's like you know when you just meet somebody, you almost appreciate them more because they have a new shtick. And like, so I was interviewing these chicks, and like, I wasn't. I don't even mean this like I was into them, but I was interviewing three girls, probably twenty years old, probably college girls. They were from. They were also from Kentucky, which is funny. And they were laughing and being stupid on everything I said. And it was great. So they were crushing on you. They were just like... Ah, and you I'm just like, dug that. Well, because I was the dude with the microphone and yeah. we were on camera and maybe they were playing Well, that's part of the thing. It's like when you're dating somebody new. Like imagine, you know, go back to when you and Tosh first started dating, when Crystal and I first started dating. It's almost like you can be anyone you want in yeah. the beginning because they don't know you, you don't know them, and you're just doing this little dance and it's awkward and... It's all fucking tribal but societal at the same time. And there's just like this weird excitement and angst in that. And you you get so much dopamine from that every and, time you, and you, you dip you back can't, into it. And I guess, yeah, yeah, it's dopamine. It's what it is. And you can't, you can't maintain that level of who you are. Yeah. It's still like a piece of who you are. Eventually, you're like, going to wet fart in front of that person. <laughs> oh, boy. And it's done, huh? Huh, babe? Oh, yeah. The day Tasha brought home, brought home the squatty potty, I was like, oh, this is over. <laughs> honeymoon stage is over. Crystal got me one got for my birthday. <laughs> Dude, I love nothing. Dude, if, if, if I those... used it, no joke, I think four times today. <laughs> 
if if those of you listening don't know, it's a little white stool that kind of hugs around your um, your toilet, and you, you so you basically perch about ten inches off the ground. Um, I don't know how many meters that is for our UK listeners, but uh, <laughs> but then so like your knees are up by your shoulders, and you're kind of just like hanging out. You just I just always say it's like a gargoyle, just kind of. And then if you start scrolling Facebook, you feel like you're just spying on somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, in the creeping position. It basically forces you into this weird squat. But you're for in me, like a golem position, basically just shitting out. It, but it's kind of weird. We have a semi-small toilet bowl, so it's kind of like a weird situation because it, it forces, it almost forces to sit in that perch position. I don't think I can use the bathroom without my junk kind of hitting the front of the thing now because it kind of yeah, like pushes it, me it to pushes the front of the forward. yeah exactly toilets toilets aren't built for the squatty potty you know but it's like do i need yeah do i need my dick kind of hit in the front well, of the toilet bowl yeah that's just all the more bowl. reason to clean your toilet bowl though well we're trying <laughs> you know so what are we doing here so we're heading to we got what half an hour till we get to the show what are we going to do? Minutes. We're going to do like a half podcast now and then maybe a recap how it's going to go. How would you we say, uh, Channing, how's – so for those listening, if you don't know us from past episodes, we met and became, I, I'd like <laughs> to say, instant brothers. Bro um, dogs. I actually – we met um, auditioning. Uh, I think it was a callback or did we audition? We didn't audition together. No. We, we met on the day of training for our job working for Bud Light. Yeah, I think we had both already gotten the job and it was like the cast – yeah, so we had up. so we we got to meet and then do um, a bunch of improv skits, just loosening up, which is the funniest thing ever because I I am years removed from doing improv, so for me it was like exhausting trying to hang with you guys. But I remember you being really bad. Oh boy, was I was I horrible? <laughs> do you really remember me being bad? Jeez, maybe I just remember you being like that overly zealous dude who's a little bit like he's bouncing around on the side waiting for his turn to jump in, you know. And yeah. then he comes in, and he's just like, "I'm gonna carry this box. I got it." And he's like way over carrying this box. Well, I was also supposed to play Coach Dave. Yeah. So No, you're right. I sucked. Hey, you got the role. I didn't think no, I actually suck. sucked until you mentioned it. Now at uh, 21 minutes in, hey, no, you I, got no. through UCB 401. Didn't I don't think you? it means that you suck. That's just how improvisers describe stand-up comedians that do improv. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I don't hang with the improv world. Like that's just not my muscle. Um, I was always afraid of like not looking stupid, but I couldn't go to certain places character-wise that a lot of improvisers could go to. I, I don't know. It's my own. You know, I have I still have walls to knock down, as it were. But anyway, so we spent what? I'm by, how baby. many? Four days? Four days? Uh, we were there for four days. Four days at Catalina. The whole fucking island was bought by Bud Light. It was a you just Google it uh, uh, up up for whatever Bud Light Catalina. It whatever was just USA. insane. Whatever you whatever USA. Snoop Dogg, fucking T Pain. It was Diplo, and Diplo sucked. But um. I'm not uh, into that. More. Yeah, I'm not into that. that, that it was funny. The, the Diplo night. Lil John was there. Little, Dude, uh, I saw the funniest thing I'd ever seen happen. Me doing improv? Yeah. No, it happened. Remember that little sports bar that was on the island? Yeah. It was like, uh, so I was in there, and there was a lot of hockey going on. It was during um, the playoffs, and that's kind of my thing. So I think it was like during our day off, too, so we got to just be in our like civilian clothes, you would call it. And... I was in that little bar, and it was closed off, but I had gotten in there before they closed it off. It was the fat Jewish, his bodyguard, Lil John, his bodyguard, and then some girls. And I don't know what was said, but Lil John just started laughing all of a sudden. Like, he cracked a joke on one of these hoes that he was with, and she was like, John, fuck you, John. And she walked away, <laughs> and there was a... Because it was a sports bar, there was a football that was sitting on the counter, kind of like as a display. This dude grabs the football. Little just, John, yeah, Joe Little John grabs the football, cocks it back, and just throws it at the back of her head while she was walking away. Did he hit her. He nailed her, and she was like, "John." Yeah, what was she gonna do? Like, she, you could tell she didn't have a whole lot of worth other than being Little John's arm candy, dude. The, like, it, maybe that's mean to say and. But well, they all got what, like helicoptered in. What an easy gig for all yeah. of them. Ronda yeah. Rousey was there. Oh, I didn't even know she was there. Yeah, she was there. We but, never um, saw her. My favorite part was when Kip Moore performed, and I was. Um, it was during the day, and I was just like chucking a football with someone next to the stage. And uh, and for the most people probably don't even know who he is, but this guy like helped me out with shit like four years ago. Like I was like super depressed and a bad got, got dumped, and he had the song Faith When I Fall. 
and it was like I mean it's, that's what it was about having faith when you fall and um, and it was just the most magical like this dude was just like some rocker country singer and so anyway I hear this band and I'm and I'm like why the fuck is this band doing a Kip Moore cover? It was like, when you do a cover, you do like a Kenny Chesney. And then I was like, wait a second, it is Kip Moore. And I run to the stage. I remember being next to you when that happened too. And I was like, who the fuck is Kip Moore? Exactly. And I'm so, I have these like videos. Of course, I'm like the fucking 12 year old girl videotaping it all. Or yeah. I don't think video. And you're walking around with that whistle in your mouth and that bag of balls they made you carry. Yeah. I'm in character, literally getting paid <laughs> to just, to just, we were just getting paid to be like the life of the party. And and just like literally just chill. Dude, so that was so much I go fun. to the front of the stage and I had this experience a few years ago when Lady Antebellum had a concert in New uh, in New Orleans where I was the first one to know that they were doing a sound check. So they were doing their sound check like four hours before the show. So I walked to the front of the stage and then by the second song I look behind me and there's like forty thousand people watching. Because Holy like shit. it was just the sound check, but it was like it was like you would have never gotten those seats otherwise later on in the evening. Is anyway, Lady Antebellum a band or is she a woman? It's a dude it's a and it's two band. dudes and a chick, right? Yeah, it's a band. It's a oh. country band. Yeah. I would have guessed that she was like a Lady Gaga. I know. It's it's kind of got some... What is Lady Antebellum? It's it's an old term, right? Isn't it like an art term? I don't know. I don't know what it means. I, I just know it's a... It is... Two guys or three guys? It's uh, it's a bunch, but it's really mainly that one good-looking guy. <laughs> it's just like um, Sugarland, right? I think Didn't Sugarland have a couple, uh, the like a girl spare dude. And the guy in it are married. You sound like you listen to really bad music. Well, here's the thing with um, with country. It speaks. It really does. There's some bad country, like Red Solo Cup and yeah, Dirt Road. There's good, but. There is some country that really speaks to my soul. I can't. T- I can't say it speaks to everybody, but there's a song. Um, uh, uh, Keith Urban got no money in my pocket. I got a hole in my jeans. I'm on the road with my, my angel. Who wouldn't want to be me? I could. I could have fucked that lyric up. But the whole point was, who wouldn't want to be me? And I went to a Keith Urban concert after getting fired. Uh, from my corporate job, literally. Wait, is Keith Urban the old white guy? He's the dude he's from. He's actually. Guy. He was Isn't actually he born. He was born in New Zealand, New but Zealand. grew up in Australia. Married to Nicole Kidman. Got no money in my pocket. I got a hole in my jeans. The GPS is playing in the background. Um. Anyway, songs like that, they literally just break me down. And when he played it, it was like, yeah, who wouldn't want to be me? I'm broke as fuck. I'm 21 or 22 at the time. Like, life life goes on. And I don't know. Country kind of sings to that, like, life goes on strategy. You know, you yeah, get dumped by Yeah, there's like a romance chick. about it. But so much of it, dude, is just so stupid. Well, uh, I you know what? I can't stand so much I'll tell you it. what. I'll take you out some night. That applies to every genre. Oh, absolutely. Dude, yeah, you play Barefoot Blue Jean Night. Barefoot Blue Jean Night. And you just crack a cold beer. And it's just singing about some girl you meet at a campfire it's just nostalgic to me i just think so many of them are full of shit yeah <laughs> and like well, not a, a fun way no there's a it's there's it definitely became there's definitely a lot of garbage out there like just singing yeah i'm not saying know. that like all country music is bad there's some of it that's good no there's definitely like, but if you want to compare it lyric for lyric to like hip-hop country music has soul they they don't just try to like you know <laughs> rent a bentley and become famous they, yeah they, they, they play honky well, a lot of those dudes are troubadours. shitheads yeah but like they 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 really like play out of their van, and when you when you go see them in Nashville, they they play these free uh, concerts. Oh, dude, that and type of shit I'm into, hat. like fucking honky tonk country. Yeah, because that's a, that's a different thing. Honky tonk, like, is almost like rockabilly. You know what I mean? And I'm down for rockabilly. Yeah, I'm way into rockabilly. there's a there's like a yeah. So the uh, the problem that you seem to have with country is the baseball hat country, which is more yeah than, yeah. And I, like, I get that. I'm a down home boy, but I'm rich as hell. Got a girl on the back of my truck, and it's worth a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I just had to put a beat to it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. But then you get like guys like what's Zach. That, what's that one song? Got a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. Then fucking wash Left it. You night. idiot. Jeez. That's a good song though. That's a great song because you're listening to that song and you're just you're just imagining being at that that fucking fa- that fucking fair where you just hope it's to just, run into the girl. It's just no. It's so so dumb. It's like you're supposed to imagine that this dude's just like some sort of doofus. Like oh. I got a barbecue on my shirt, but she still likes me. Yeah, it's, a, it's not the highest IQ. I got into country for like a very short, short period to where I just started listening to, listening to so much of it. And what? I thought it was hilarious that so many of the like male singers just talk about like how in love they are with their girls or their wives. And it's just like super romantic. And then every girl 
singer is just talking about how she's going to kill him for cheating. And it's, it's I thought Save that was a hilarious. Horse, ride a cowboy. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens, too. I mean, they've all been fucked over. There, There's definitely uh, far and few love stories that exist still. you got, like, Faith Hill and what's-his-face. Yeah, there aren't many. I mean, you got Blake Blake uh, Shelton and Martina – not Martina McBride. Uh, what's, her, what's her name? Blake Shelton's? Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert. So they broke up. And, and apparently they both were just fucking around on each other. Maybe they tried to do what – Tasha and I did today with a Thai massage and just took a little too far. <laughs> but it's, yeah, Blake it's like. Blake Shelton caught the back of somebody's well, hand. <laughs> that big old dick of his, you know, he's got a fucking hog in it. Oh, he probably does. What a hog. I, I don't mind looking <laughs> at guys. And how about that dude in the front row last night? There was this dude in the front row who had like a baritone voice. And I just started talking about how big his dick probably was. That's just the first thing I went to to like size him up by his dick size. That's what we do, folks. Um, all right, where do we go from here? Should we pause and then come back after the show? Um, I don't know. It's your show. Are you ready to uh, to do stand-up? Do you feel like you're going to be funny tonight? I don't know. I hope. We had a show last night. Tonight's Friday. We're recording. I don't know when we're going to release this, but this is Friday, uh, March 10th. Last night, we had a show at Westside Comedy, and then um, we might be on a show again tomorrow night if you get your shit together. Yep. So this could be three nights in a row for the old Chan Dog and Dean Eels. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm more excited. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm um, sorry, I'm paying attention. No, no, you're good. I love it. You're, uh, you're driving. Infinity and I'm, in front of us. We're stuck in traffic, folks. This isn't good. Um, <laughs> let's do this. Let's get out of here and go try to have a killer set. It could be great. This could be the set we need. You know what I mean? We got a nice little workout in last night. Yeah, who's to say Lorne Michaels isn't in Lancaster right he now? He could be in Lancaster, which apparently... Well, you're from the area. How would you describe where we're going? Um, Dry. Dry, flat, small town... No, not the ladies, though. Oh, tell us about <laughs> the, dry, the dry flat. Okay. What? Dry oh. flat, the ladies. Hilarious. It's a desert. Um, it's this weird place that's just right on the outskirts of Los Angeles. I've always described it as being um, like a 45-minute drive from everything. So everyone is kind of like a 45-minute drive out in their head. What's the economy out here? What are they selling? Um, a lot of construction, a lot of aerospace because there is... Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a lot of aerospace companies like Skunk Works. Uh, Northrop Grumman is out here. There's a, an Air Force base. Edwards Skunk Air Force Works? Base. Yeah. That's a real place? Yeah. That sounds like a despicable me like yeah. industry. This Skunk Works. No, it's big ah. time. Um, and but it's, got like, a, so it's yeah. like 45 – no, it's like two hours away from Bakersfield, an hour or two away from Big Bear and Mountain High, and then an hour away from Los Angeles and, like, the surf. So you've got kids who drive out there from Lancaster who think that they're, like, the surfers, but they got to be more surfer than the surfers. The snowboarders got to be more <laughs> snowboarder than the snowboarders. Gnarly. Yeah, do you remember that scene in Selena? Where he's where Edward James almost was like, we gotta be more American than the Americans. We gotta be more Mexican than the Mexicans. And now I'm hungry and I want some pozole or something. Dude, um, that accent is key. That is great. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you gotta okay. do more of that. More Edward That's James. That's what I'm telling you. This is what I said. I, you, your family. You got to do more of them because it's it's interesting. You live it so you don't think it's interesting, but you you have like an interest. Like your dad's a correction officer. His family doesn't talk like that. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> My dad's maybe an his grandma does. Mexican American. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you have an interesting family, and it's I don't know. To me, if it's interesting, I do to have me. some fucking cousins who are crazy though. That like I've only met a few times, like uh, Raider Nation homies. Dude, you know, Crystal, yeah. you got a bunch of them. Do they have the Raider like Raider accent? Yeah, I do. Yeah, how, like um, how? how would I have an aunt and uncle who almost got divorced over the Raiders. Anytime somebody tries to deny like my Mexican side, I tell them that. Did they get married with like the shoulder pad with the spikes? Was that like yeah. the veil was just like a studded spiked veil? Yeah. He gave her a pawn Super Bowl ring for the birthday <laughs> for the engagement. Um. So. Uh, you should next time we do West Side. Next time you host, I'm telling you, you should you should just do nothing but talk about your family and just see what comes out of it. The thing is, it's a little painful to like have some misses. Like you know, I talked, I tried talking about my dead dad, and I realized oh, the audience doesn't want to hear that. Like yeah. you just get shit that doesn't work, but then you find out like, oh, my mom's funnier. And I hate to admit this, but like my mom's probably fun, some of my funnier material. I, I don't really do it too often, but like whenever I have an older crowd, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hit them with my mom jokes because they all relate to the same technology issues and things like that. I don't know. Well, I didn't get where when you were saying that the other day. I don't know why we had this moment over text. I know sometimes I have a lot of coffee and I offer advice, and I don't want you to think that I know better. I just want to hear more of it because I think it's material. Well, it started out with you saying, "Hey, 
what makes me funny? Oh, yeah. Because so I asked Tasha this, and she wouldn't answer me. And all I was trying to do was getting – I was just trying to get a writing prompt. Yeah. I had a blank piece of paper, and I wanted, like, her to say something. Like, all right. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll write some more about this funny – and all she told me was that, like, the way I rub my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So she took it as, like, me – questioning her and she wouldn't give me an answer she was all stubborn about it so that's when i texted you and i was like what makes me funny yeah. and then i was like now you do me <laughs> and i told and you no, said uh you no. said my characters and my when i talk about my family two things that like i don't do a whole no, lot but of the first time we met in stand up when we did the improv when we were just talking about you did you did i don't i don't want to insult i don't know what that accent would be called is it like a cholo accent Chunti. Chunti? I don't even know what that means. I, you have to remember that even though I live no, in SoCal. No, it's like a little bit of vato, you know what I See, mean? that's funny, man. Like, you just get right into it, and you did that on stage, and it was fucking brilliant. But you don't, you you grew Dave, up in Southern California. I feel like I white in, guys find that vato accent funny. Yeah, well, but guess what? Guess how many white guys live in this country? You know what I mean? Yeah. Channing, Channing's like a but white But you're in bro. Southern California. Doing that on stage, I don't even like it when Channing does it in front of my family. Like that's, Is it offensive? Yeah, have I done offensive. that in front of your family? You do. You do it a lot because you have no idea that like you're doing it when you're when you're speaking Spanish and you just end up doing it and like my aunts are just staring at you and it's just like dude it's like you're making fun of the the way they talk when nobody's talking like that but isn't that isn't that sort of um, when like a I don't even know it's when like, I've done it's that it's like when people have do the american accent and then the, and they do the whole the southern twang the trashy white person accent yeah but isn't that like me doing a surfer bro accent no i so but but no i mean i'm really interested in it so um so let me so break down what your heritage is because you're both basically um gen i don't know how like multi-generational mexico like you're you're you you came from your your lineage came from mexico right i have like a generation that came from a generation or two but like i i was it was described to me as being like around eight generations ago and okay. my my heritage is like it's basque is what i'm told which is like a greek spanish blend spanish of some kind. french yeah the, the yeah. Whole basque region yeah it's like it's like Bar- barcelona yeah yeah i've driven through but, basque it's but fucking... like by way of mexico because that's where shit was cracking well, off eight but generations so yeah ago. you said like some spanish descendants that came to mexico mm-hmm. see i and i mean no disrespect at all uh, because but i come from Rhode Island, which is mainly Irish Catholic, with some Portuguese people, some Italians, some whatever. But it's New England. It's very white. It's Puritan. It's Irish Catholic. That's what it is. So when I hear that accent from you, it's fucking spot on. (laughs) And and no, it is. And I don't see it as a... When you do impressions, you do impre- you know you have southern you know southern you have Canadian you have a million things. It's just, to me, it's just another type of person, and it's not an insult to me. But if it is to you, I just didn't know. I just didn't know that. Um, no, I just thought it was funny that you said that because like I really don't have a whole lot of material on my parents. I have like a couple one-liners maybe about my mom that I'll toss in every now and then as like a segue. And then I don't do characters or act outs in well, stand up. Well, can we just do this? Can we do, let's do this. Can you? <laughs> we got to take a break and go do stand up, and then we'll we'll wrap it up on the on the back end because I'm sure our energy will be completely different, whether it's good or bad, depending yeah. on the show. Can you like? Um, can you take us out uh, with the, with your um, what's it called? Chapi Chapo? What'd you call it? Chapo. With the <laughs> offensive vato. Yeah. Can you do your accent? Ins- can you can you can we take this out with uh, you outroing the sex actually podcast with your sure. with your little accent there? All right, fuckers, we're gonna take like a little bit of a break right now, but like <laughs> we're gonna go do some fucking stand up or whatever's, and we'll be back like right quick. All right. See you in a second. Bye. Stay quick. <laughs> Hey, we're back. Two hours later. We're back. I've had a couple beers. Sorry about that. Ditto. I had some 24-ounce tall boys, fellas. You did? Wait, hey, guess what? We crushed. We crushed. We had a good set. In front of all the cholos. We performed... uh, (laughs) Of Lancaster. Well, I'll say this. There there were some uh, empty seats in the audience, but I did not know we were performing in the second floor um, of a movie theater with windows. Yeah. (laughs) The whole back of the stage were just open windows with a Bank of America sign in the back. Did you take a photo of me? Yep. Did you really? Yeah, I took a couple. Uh, How'd they come out? I don't know. I haven't looked at them. I took a photo of you. One. Yeah, uh, two or three. Oh, nice. So maybe we'll have to, maybe that'll be the Instagram photo. Uh, Sex actually pod at Instagram. Uh, that'll be us, us uh, killing it 
outside of a Bank of America. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to, else to wrap up on other than um, life's, life's good. How long after a good set do you feel good about your life? Um, I If I have a good set, I'll usually feel good about it pretty immediately and I'll 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 like uh, I'll wander around I have to kind of walk it off <laughs> and then I have to reminisce on it and then I usually go to Crystal for like a a grading scale. Oh, uh, you ask her? Crystal, how would you grade him? I graded him a solid A. Solid A. That's solid good. Solid A cuz the mic was shit. Yeah. yeah the it mic, cut the you guys mic. off. Yeah, a lot. let's talk about this. So here here's what happened in the middle of my set. The guy who was running the bar and also, who by the way looked like um, Hootie and the Blowfish. He did. Oh, I hate to say that when a bla- when I think a black guy looks like another black guy, but I'm <laughs> glad that you guys agree that he looked exactly like Darius Rutger. Well, it's only weird <laughs> that you call it out. I mean, he's not going to look like a white guy. No, but he looks. He, he just looks like he has Darius Rutger face. Well, he was wearing a backwards hat, and we'll leave it at that. Um, in the middle of my set, uh, he came and unplugged the cord. Kind of without telling me, just kind of turned it off. Yep. And then uh, replugged in another cord. And then he felt really bad about it because I kind of called him out. You did a lot. <laughs> but it was like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of ruins it. They should do that between r- comments. Rule one with stand up is uh, just call out what the room feels. Yeah. So if the mic sucks, call it out. No, that was yeah. fine. Yeah, and he apologized after, but no, no, everyone was on your side. Yeah, it does suck when, like, you're kind of controlling the show, and then the mic goes out, and then you're just a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> but that shit happens. No, it was, good. It was a good time. Um, we, uh, yeah, I'll feel good until about 8 a.m. tomorrow, and then I'll just be like, ugh, i got to write something new. Yeah. But that's the life. You get a little dopamine. It's just like a good time massage, you know what I mean? You get a little dopamine. You feel good. Um there was a there was a cute audience. <laughs> Although I saw I saw a couple of cute girls head into the show, but I didn't see them when I was on stage. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't notice anybody in particular. There was like the set of older ladies. Boy, a real average-looking crowd, right? Uh, yeah, probably the most average I've ever seen. Those the cute girls must have not stayed for stand-up. They must have just walked out of a movie. They yeah, were seeing was, Age of Adeline or some shit like that, and then they I were thought, saying Get Out. I'm sure, they yeah, were Get young, Out. They were young white girls. So old. It's been out of. I just saw that. I just watched that movie. And actually, probably, me too. I didn't, I didn't hate the movie. I I disliked it a little bit. I liked it, but I felt like it could. It was probably a better book than it was a movie. I was born to hate Blake Lively things, and uh, I didn't hate that, and Why? I didn't hate the one where she makes friends with a seagull. That whole one where she's what? like chilling on a rock. Which one's Blake Lively? She's the tall, the tall chick who's Gossip married girl. to um, what's his face? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's her. And um, anyway, yeah, it's weird. It's interesting doing stand up at a movie theater because what a different experience. In a movie theater, you just want to chill out, not you know, not be a part of the show. But then stand up, it's like we're you know immediately just making fun of people or getting heckled by the ball guy with the goatee. Or- yeah, because they because it was such an open room, there was more room for them to be a part of the show, and it wasn't like a spotlight on us. You know, like you said, there was a big window in the background, so the entire uh, downtown area of the city was lit up behind us, and like it wasn't like the room was completely dim. Like yeah. there was lights. Kind of yeah, you're right. They were like lit as part of the show. Yeah. And but how funny is it that our our buddy Aiden Park was the host, gay as the morning sun. I mean, super flamboyant, such a good guy. Great. Guy. I mean, and we just performed in a very I would I'll say pretty conservative, super blue collar area, and then you just have this Gaijin just <laughs> destroy. <laughs> so Asian. funny. Yeah, I got it. I, Aiden's got to come on the podcast soon. He is so fucking funny. He, he set such a high bar on that show. He did. His first, he did like 10 to 12 up top murdered. and just murdered. Like, I don't think anybody oh. else uh, worked the crowd. I've never murdered that room. hard. No. Like he did, in, and that's tough because that was not an easy room. That's kind of two easy, two uh, not so easy rooms that we've had back to back. Yeah, and that's the workout. But how great is it though that you know? I'm sure half. I'm sure half those dudes. Not Wait, to like generalize. You guys didn't think this was an easy room. 
Um, no, well, no, I mean, I think everyone had to really step their game up. It was an easy room to get a laugh, but not to kill. And Aiden started the show by killing. I thought you guys killed, though. Yeah, I thought you guys had, did really great. Well, thank you. But, Both of you. know, you. we didn't just, you know, it, it took a little work, I Who think. Who did better? No, stop it. <laughs> uh, but as the story goes, I had Dave. to... O- I had to o- no, stop oh. it. No. I had to open, I had oh. to open for Channing <laughs> again. I had to set the table. No, you, dude, you fucking killed. It was fun. Thank you. What, what I love, though, is that you have, like, a crowd of, of like, proud blue-collar people, and then you have Aiden, who's, like, telling them that they're his bottom bitch. And it's like, yeah. I fucking... This is what I love about stand-up, is that these dudes probably, you know, they just... They, they have their... You know, first of all, great audience. Nothing that was... And Kate Quigley headlined. She was fantastic. She called it out at the end. She was like, you know what? No one was offended. No one was, you know, worried about anything. No, no one went too far. We all just did our bit. The audience laughed. They heckled a little bit, but not but enough to fuck with anyone. But it wasn't, it wasn't heckling in terms of giving somebody a hard time. There was talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I had that dude who kept... Uh, they had a lot of response coach. to everything yeah, you right. guys had yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, Coach. Coach was the guy's name. Um, yeah, Coach told me my shirt was too tight. But what am I going to do? Kick, like, like turn the mood bad? All right, you want to make fun of me? Fine, I'll make fun of you. We'll go back and forth. It'll be fun. I, I ran into Coach... <laughs> uh, on, my, on my way to the bathroom, and wait, you guys describe what Coach looked like. Coach was bald, was <laughs> which, by the way, he hated me because of my hair. He was bald with a goatee, a long goatee, and he long, looked like curly. A, he looked like he just got into CrossFit goatee. like three weeks ago after being out of shape. So he was like strong, but you know, not nah. really bragging about it. He was, he was like an older. Uh, Coach looked like he's, he could work at home. He's like a Home Depot sort of so stock racist. boy. So racist. Why? Because he's racist? Hispanic? Is that, is that Oh, wait. <laughs> is he Hispanic? Yeah, he was. He looked no, like an you, OG was, Cholo. I'm sorry. But yeah, he's just you, like a button-up to the top, goatee, bald. Dude, he was wearing I, like I love the I love the ink block. The inkblot test of coach because you guys are describing a different guy than I saw. Oh man! You guys saw Raiders coach, and I just saw yeah. I just saw like that mi- crowd was Raiders coach. <laughs> Dude, they were good, and then the other half of the room was just quietly like laughing, but like you know the crowd work was done with that. I call them like the hotel conference area, like the yeah. little L shaped area. They were good. They were fun. I was hoping you would have. I was hoping you taped your set so I could play it at the end of this, but you didn't. Yeah, um, I didn't. I, oh, yeah. I got a tape. I usually do. I, I didn't know. know. I, I, I just got the iPhone seven, and my iPhone six. I don't think could record audio and be open because I had I had my notes open just so I could check in with everything. Because well, dude, never I was don't tape a, again because you're funny, man. Yeah. Well, I was trying out a bunch of new stuff that, and I didn't know where I wanted to put everything in the lineup, so I was kind of doing. Do and you, you know, closed on you closed on political. It did great. That was awesome, man. Thanks. You clo- you closed on something you you um I wrote you yesterday. wrote yesterday. That's fucking great. That's stand up. You know what I mean? You yeah. get like you get like the semantics of it, and then you you work it out, and then next thing you know, it's your I I, lo- I fucking love that when you're like, oh, this joke's high energy. It gets a pop. All right, let's close with this. Yeah, it was one of those things that like once I figured it out, I had. So it's kind of like a four. You know, it's a four point joke. You have to tie four, <laughs> four different things together. Really, it is. You know, you're tying f- the four candidates. I guess you would say. Of, oh of yeah, the well, bit politically, yeah, yeah, you're talking about. Uh, so uh, the bit is about Obama, Hillary, uh, Bernie, and Trump, and it's tying all four of those together, and then blah blah blah. blah. Um, where was I going with this? It would have worked um, better if politics were in the news, but no one's really talking politics these days. What? Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, but no, it was one of those <laughs> things where, like, I think I had three corners of it together, and I was like, oh, man, if I could only. And then it just came, and then it, I, I wiggled in my seat, and then I And did that's it last the beauty night. of, like, putting yourself out there. Like, yeah, last night you could, you didn't follow yourself. Like, you, you outperformed yourself. Oh, right in the middle, <laughs> yeah. Dude, and that happens like, well, too. It's like oh, you fuck, just fucking yeah. like have some banger shit. Did you record last night? I did. There you go. I tried listening to it and I got to that joke and then I was like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, else. I don't need to hear anything else. No, that shit happens when you're just like, ugh. I kind of, I kind of fumbled my new joke. I, I kind of, you know, ugh. I didn't. Let me tell you, I, I ran into Coach outside the bathroom <laughs> and the entire time he kept commenting on my jacket during uh, my set because I was wearing a members only jacket. He kept saying that and he saw me. He's like members only jacket, and I saw. Him, I was like Juggalo, because uh, he kept talking about Juggalos because I was doing a bit about Juggalos. But I shook his hand, and it felt like leather. It felt like he had more skin 
on that hand than I've ever had just like dry a catcher's out mitt? in my entire. Oh, dude. Yeah, like, just a brawny fucking. Like the one you put. You, know, you ever seen that movie Rookie of the Year? Oh, yeah. You know how he finds his mom's uh, pictures? Mitt? Yeah, mitt? for yeah. sure. Like that. Yeah, that's like a dude who just picked corn his whole life. Just a fucking, just a sinewy. Do you hate? Do you hate Mexico? Oh my god, Dave! Wait, first you, of all, you first can't of all, help it, but you're so worried. First of all, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain How yourself. is picking corn racist? Because every Mexican <laughs> and and in this area. and three Fault. minutes ago, I said I didn't even know he was Mexican. He was white to me. I don't see color, motherfuckers. It's called maize. It's called maize with a yeah, where I'm from in Rhode Island, white people pick corn, okay? You want to know they? something funny? Yes. When I was growing up, so I grew up where we just did the show, pretty much, and when I was growing up, it was predominantly white. And then I moved up to uh, Salinas Valley in Northern California for a year of my life, and that's a predominantly uh, Mexican culture up there. And I didn't know the difference between white people and Mexicans. I only thought that there was white people and black people. <laughs> Like, if you weren't black, you were white. It don't matter if you're black or white or Mexican. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who, that's that's something you grow up with. It, it, racism is something that you do not enter this world and with. And not to say that it was like, it was us versus black. Not at all. That was, that was just the only, uh, no, I don't know, that was the only. Have you, have you ever had any issues growing up, like, racially? No, because I don't have the typical like Hispanic look. I I grew up really blonde, and I how, so. But how does that work? My sister did go home crying from school once because a kid called her a wetback. My really? Oldest, yeah, my oldest sister of the three of I. Have how did she even know what that was? She didn't. She just she's got called as, it. By, but bad. like talking about being raised that way, she was in kindergarten, and this little kid called her a wetback in kindergarten. And she she looks. Mexican of the three of uh, siblings yeah. in the family. Well, she as a kid, so though, like I've probably said that in other terms, not even knowing what that meant. Yeah, having no, you don't. Have, you call a guy a fag when you're a kid. You just, it's not. You're queer. It's you're a fag. You're a douche. You're a cat. You like. You don't know what that means. You don't know. Like we used to, and, and it sounds horrible to say, but like I'm not. I'm not ashamed by it because we had, we were innocent with our intentions. But like growing up, you'd call everyone a Jew. Where I, where I was from, that's what you would. That's <laughs> uh, what you would I didn't call, know that one till a while. That's yeah. what you you call everyone a Jew. It, it didn't even mean I didn't know anything about the Jewish culture. I grew up in predominantly Irish Catholic Rhode Island. You're a fag or a Jew. That was that's it. so funny oh because God. that's just all these Catholic dads just hating on Jews their whole lives, and then their sons are just like, "Hey, look at this fucking this Jew well, on, hogging well, all the gushes." Well, to be honest, the it, it was just a kids thing, and I, I mean, I didn't have a dad to even like. I didn't have any dad to you know put you know put that onto me or whatever uh-huh. but it was just you, as kids it was you know i mean we're only 40 miles from boston you'd call someone a fucking faggot yeah that's just what you would call them what do you you just be in effect and i was the guy that probably got i probably got called a fag more than because i didn't know like i had vel i had velcro shoes with that the tread was gone so you would just slide around the gym because my mom didn't know you got to buy your kid new shoes because i was you know money was tight and shit like that yeah so you just call or like dude give me money you're being a jew like we, it, it didn't mean what <laughs> what we know it is today like we weren't dropping n-bombs but some guys were and i never understood any of the jew talk at all until now like i'm 27 and i just met like my first Jewish person this year. Well, well, but you have to understand. Yeah, what you have to understand is we didn't meet him either, but we were in Rhode Island a couple hours from New York, so there was a crossover, but not enough that to like sense. personally affect someone. So, so what you, what issue you might have with people calling you know Mexican slurs? We didn't have that at all. We had um, you know it, it, what, what, what's so funny is I have, I have a joke that I told in New York that was the the punchline was Puerto Rican, and in L.A. the punchline had to be Mexican. And it in in it and nothing lined up in the joke other than in L A Puerto Rico is not funny. But I tell you, go to New York and Puerto Rico is funny. Just you're, everyone in New York is Puerto Rican. J Lo and all that. They're yeah. just there's a t- shit ton of Puerto Ricans in New York that you make the Puerto Rican Day Parade. You just make fun of so much. But in L A, it like I've had to move here and change my whole like thought process of what's funny to people in L A. Rancho Cucamongo is funny. I don't even know what that means. But if you have a joke <laughs> with a Punchlines, Rancho Cucamongo. It's so funny. That's true. Because that's, good, that. that's a good city name. That's why it is. I was it, there it, today. It's, <laughs> so, it's such were, a were you picking niche. corn? I don't know. No. It's such Sorry. a niche city <laughs> that like only Southern Californians will know 
about Rancho Cucamonga yeah, and I like try to, to shout that out as just it doesn't even matter what the joke is. You could be like, dude, only people who drive uh, Toyotas live in Rancho Cucamonga. Am I right? And like, there's yeah, crowd work. Like, this guy looks to go with a tank top. Looks yeah. like he came from Rancho Cucamonga. Ah, so funny. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you where that was for a million dollars. But in New York, it's like, oh, this guy came in Southeast. from Bedhurst. They're like, oh, this guy's at the, you know, it's just. But Northeast. <laughs> no, Northeast. <laughs> but you're just, I, I get you're just trying to relate to people, but I just hate to pander with like local, like, oh, the traffic's so bad. Because in New York, it's, oh, the subway's so packed. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, also, ah, just the? FYI, Rancho Cucamonga is kind of bougie. Oh, is it? See, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a nice area. Any it's any well town that starts it's with a, it's a built-up suburb. Well, it's a it's a suburb, but it's like it's it's nice. We'll like, put it this way: everyone haven't you ever has heard of like how ghetto like Pomona Chino is? Pomona Chino. It sounds ghetto. Ontario. Everyone has a new dirt bike out there. <laughs> no. I'm yeah. just telling you this: if Not I am Rancho. I, yeah. I just think it's badass that you're, the first part of your name for your town is Rancho. Rancho. Like, you can't follow Rancho. That's just like, that's like the ranch of, right? Isn't that what it means, ranch of? Like, ranch of, the, it's the ranch of Cucamongo. Yeah, the ranch of, yeah. Well, who the fuck's Cucamongo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump out of the car, guys. Uh, uh, that was the name of my <laughs> middle school, Rancho Vista. Whose Vista is it? <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> It's only downhill from here. Uh, any any wisdom we need to bestow? We're at about an hour or something like that. Should we get out of here or what? Um, not at what, all. What you are we should going? do your first three-hour show. So I'm not racist for thinking corn. See, see, I know. No, just no, kidding. No, but, no, but, you're just easy to pick on because no, you're no, white. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very white. I am, no, but, the, uh, but it's interesting to me because I do learn a lot about race through my own na- naivete because – I um, my own thank you. (laughs) It took two turns. I stuttered. My only experience with Mexico, like I backpacked through there, and I was very appreciative of it. But I've also like partied in Cancun, where I'm like the white devil, where they're like, "Fuck this asshole!" Like in Cancun, Cancun, they do not call you the white devil. Get out of here! Cancun is like it. That's where white people go to vacation. Oh no no no! That's white people in Mexico. But that's what I'm saying is that the locals hate you, but take your money, and I get it. No, the locals there are also almost tourism well but <laughs> i've uh, so i i i flew into i so when i studied in france my roommate was from uh mexico city and she's sandra she's fucking amazing and my other roommate was from tahiti so uh ode uh, a-u-d-e ode uh, look him up ode ode is a woman not she, to be confused oh look her up not to be confused with odin yeah uh, got uh father of uh, demigod Thor. That was her dad. So Ode was from <laughs> Philipp- uh, was was from Tahiti, which is French Polynesia. So we had a French Spanish English speaking house. But anyway, so I I became friends with all these Mexican guys and girls, and I and I traveled there with a buddy from Belgium. Uh, 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 Brecht was his name. So Brecht and I traveled to Mexico City, and we we did all the we um, we did all the uh, bus trips, like eight hour bus rides all over to these tiny little towns in the mountains, and it was a ton of fun. But also like we were the only two Two white people, because <laughs> we we went like deep into the jungle, and um, anyway, so I'm just naive, and I get it. Like I get it. White people hey, were Div. pieces of shit. We we Div. you know we Div. killed natives. And Div. Uh, yeah, my entire family is from one of those tiny little towns out in the mountains. Yeah, but and they all but they all look effing white. They're all red haired. Well, look, white looking <laughs> people. <laughs> I've got photos in these vans where I am like, just like you I felt like out. I felt like Buddy the Elf with the fucking other elves. Like, <laughs> I'm just telling you, like you're you're absolutely right. But I just and it, maybe it was on me, but like my buddy Brecht was six foot two, blonde, and so he stood out way more than I did. But any either either way, I um there there to me there is nothing more beautiful than the Mexican culture. Um, I'm not trying to be apologetic. So when 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 I when uh when I act, when I laugh at the accent and all that, I love it. I just it's just I'm <laughs> East Coast. I'm from four thousand miles away. So when I hear you do that, it's so fucking good to me. I don't even know. I don't know what's offensive, but um, but anyway, stop being offensive with your Mexican accent. Just kidding. I don't mean to be. No, keep being, keep I, I, I don't even care. Like I'm funny. not. What's your you middle know? name? Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go on that <laughs> fucking Channing Andrew over here. Channing you sell Andrew. Out. All right, everyone, go follow Channing and um, on what's your so what's your Instagram? Uh, the other Channing. Ugh. And then Twitter is uh, 
Just drop the the. It's just other Channing. He's uh, Channing Andrew on Twitter. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have an Instagram or Twitter or anything people can stalk you at? I have an Instagram. I guess that's stalkable. Yeah, stalk away. Uh, Crystal Lights with two S's at the end. There you go. Follow those people. They're fine folks. Let's do more uh, uh, traveling and stand-up and keep doing this. This is a blast. Um, one more time for Andrew, everybody. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Andrew. I'm over Andrew. it. Andrew. Oh, over it. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Like, you, you had a great set tonight. Thanks, uh, man, you got you, you got a girlfriend here that's super supportive. She's a lovely lady. She's great. She's great. Say more things like that, Dave. Keep going. No, you're fucking great. <laughs> you're great. You got a nice little laugh there. Thanks. You're a suit. You're a cute girlfriend from the jungle, apparently. <laughs> Whatever. Jungle. You found it's, some jungle bra. It's called El Cerro. En cerro. El Cerro. El Cerro. <laughs> Yo, vayamos a Cerro. What did I say? It's pronounced Baldwin Park. No, that's... Yeah, that's... All right, can I, I get, can I get one more Channing Andrew um, outro for sex, actually? Can we do that? All right, fool. Hey, dog. <laughs> hey, shut up, fool. Hey, like... Nah, fool, like, for real, though. Hey. Jesus. Hey. All you fools, you've been listening to Sex Actually podcast or whatever... <laughs> Hosted by your fucking boy dog, Dave New. Um, you can catch us on Twitter, fucking Instagram, dog. We I be do- hate hey. it. I hate it. Hey, whatever, though. Because, like, we be doing stand-up. Hey. Fucking. I, got- I don't know, dog. <laughs> All right, bye. Adios, wait. Bye.